0: You're listening to another episode of Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott.
1: All right, Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. I'm John. And I'm Scott. And this is episode 264, Scott. That's right, John. Episode 264. We're back after uh, 263, recorded last Monday. Very good. (laughs) 264 (laughs) is after 263. We had a date, John, on Friday. We met at Fat Mustards with the Steve. And uh, you mentioned next Monday is going to be an issue for you. Yeah. Uh, So possibly we schedule that, or are we just skipping next week? Uh, I'll I'll have to let you know.
0: It depends on... What happens it depends on what happens.
1: <laughs> what happens? All right, we'll be eagerly awaiting to find out what happens. But that's next week, John. This week we are next week back in the saddle, so to speak, for episode two sixty. Oh, am I a sissy, or what? I can't open this bottle. Yes, I believe you're a sissy. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I can't open it. Are you all right? What kind of bottle is it? It's twist-off.
0: There we go. Well, I don't want to... I've used twist-offs before and, like, used my shirt to help and, and like, ripped my shirt. So I didn't want to do that. I'm drinking a Mike's Hard, Scott.
1: Mike's Hard. Oh,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm having problems with uh, alcohol consumption for some reason.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so we're watching Monday Night Football, the Jets and the Houston team. Houston is four
0: zero, aren't they? Had a very stressful week last week. Yes, and uh, yeah, and I found out drinking a bunch of alcohol and then going to bed causes me to
1: wake up with uh, tachycardia. What's tachycardia? Is that the fast heartbeat? Rapid heartbeat. Right, right. That's because you're dehydrated, man.
0: No, I was drinking water. I mean, yeah, you might be right. I didn't drink enough or whatever. But, uh, you know, the one night I went out with my wife and we had a nice dinner and I had two martinis. I spread them out over the night. Spread them (laughs) out? Spread them out over the night and I was fine. Uh, This time I had two martinis in a row on an empty stomach and then... Uh, some wine, and then some Baileys and coffee, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. 2.30
1: a.m. Bah! What's up, man? What night was this? Last <laughs> night? Last Tuesday. Last Tuesday? Yeah. And how is your, uh, your arrhythmia right now? Your heartbeat? It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. just a one-off thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Ever since my episodes, I, I don't ever, anything, I feel a little dizzy or a headache, I start going, oh, jeez, what's going on now? You know, most people just ignore that shit. Regular aches and pains. I do. I have a new ache. I used to, and now I don't. I don't know what's what the deal is. You know? hmm Mm-hmm. Good times. It yeah, good times. it's all good. I mean, I'm managing. As long as I could dose on some, uh, you know, on some uh, Xanax every once in a while. Xanax. Just knowing I have it is always a good feeling.
1: Uh, well, in addition to that, John, you said tonight we have to draw uh, to a close yeah. early because you have a big meeting tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, we kind of rushed through the stuff that we usually do. You know, we kind of just phone, sit and chit-chat ch- and, you know, that kind of thing. And, and I forgot to tell you something very important about Phil's news. Oh. Um, if Phil does show up, he, he's bringing some audio in oh. um, about a couple of different stories. And, um, and you got that for him? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> he he should sh- be delivering oh, that okay. to before the news. All right. You know, that's if he does show up. We, we don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> Um, Okay. The other thing going on, John, is my Twitter account was hacked, and um, it's very distressing to me. So I follow this guy who's my doppelganger. He has the same name as me, Yeah. but he's like a a Baptist minister. Yeah. So I I like following him to see what he's up to. (laughs) And I noticed that his account was hacked, and I'm thinking to myself, here's a Bible thumper. You think Jesus would protect his Twitter account from people hacking him? And I had a little giggle about that. And then, three hours later, my account is hacked. <laughs> so, um, I got a lot of emails, a lot of tweets from people saying, Hey, dude, your hey. account's hacked. So, I changed my password. I don't know what else to do. But on the way over here, John, I was at a stoplight and I, my, my uh, cell phone, my smartphone just started lighting up. And I was getting all these direct messages from every one of my followers saying, Somebody's saying nasty things about you. Click this link. Yeah. So my assumption was, oh, now you guys are hacked. Is it my yeah. fault that you guys are hacked? But then I, when I got here, I told you to look at your sent tweets, yeah. and you didn't see any evidence. Nothing. Of it. And now I apparently lo- your phone's not so smart after all. Well, I look back at mine, and there's no evidence anymore. So is 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 Twitter aware of this, and they're actively cleaning this shit up as it happens? I don't know. It seems pretty big, though, and like it should hit the interwebs. Uh, There should be some news on the interwebs. It can't be just me, right? And my doppelganger. (laughs) It can't be just us two. Your doppelganger. (laughs) That'd be crazy.
0: Is there any news? Is there anything online? Uh, I don't know.
1: I haven't looked yet.
0: Talking about the. uh... I will look,
1: John. (gasps) Talking about it. Now, a lot of things happened this week, uh, a lot of uh, uh, noteworthy things. The, the Romney-Obama debate, which we'll talk about later. And I wanted to call TP. I wanted to stage our own little debate here. You would take the independent or the uh, liberal side, and TP, we know he's going to take the uh, Romney-Ryan well, ticket. Why do you think I'm going to take the liberal side? Uh, I don't know what side you're going to take. I, I do know. Here's it's what I know gonna you're be not going to take. Right. I know you're not going to take the Romney-Ryan ticket. And that's what TP was going to uh, talk about I've called him a couple times. He's not answering my phones. I wanted to debate live. Have our own TTN debate about this. You know, because uh, Stewart and O'Reilly had their debate as well, John. Did yeah. you see any of that?
0: No, I haven't yet.
1: Apparently, you had to go online, and it was uh, some sort of donation thing, but there was so much traffic, a lot of people got shut out of that. And then one of our listeners posted on our site the, um, the debate. Let me see if it works on my laptop, John. Let me just click something. Yeah, it says it's the video is no longer available due to copyright claim. Yeah. All right. So uh, I don't know if it's out there or not, or if you have to give like a five dollar donation to get a copy or get access to it. Um, but I haven't seen it. I'd like to see it. I think I think those two have good chemistry. The O'Reilly and the Stewart. I've seen Stewart on O'Reilly's show yeah. in the past, and it's it's always amusing. It's entertaining. So I look forward to that. And then we were going to have our own debate, John. Now, Tony has an opportunity to call me. I've left two messages, and I have my smartphone right here, John. He does have the opportunity to call me, and we may be able to squeeze on that in. On the hotline? Not on the hotline. He's going to call my phone, then I'm going to tell him, hey, we're going to call you, dude, so pick it up. Yeah, so pick it up. Because it's going to be a number. He's, it's a new number, John. It's 224-BIG-ROD-1. It's He's never seen that number before. That's right. So he needs to get a little heads up there. Yeah. So we make sure that he answers it. So, but before we get to all that, John, uh, let's talk about our weeks. You said you had a really shitty week. Yeah. No, I wasn't shitty. Really? Stressful. Stressful. I equate stress with shit. Is that wrong? I don't know so it wasn't shitty it was just stressful are you trying to reach out to TP yeah. right now boy I call him I'll go right to the voicemail there John yeah wonder what number that is <laughs> 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 Hmm. yeah I don't know interesting interesting TP's off, off the grid off the grid off the grid he has a laptop now did you know that yeah. I got to get his email address. Who is this? P Tony.
0: Oh, maybe I'm calling uh the Papooch. The Papooch. I think I called <laughs> the wrong one. Here we go. Now he's
1: going to call back. <laughs> hey, did you call me? Hey, hey Scott, you shit, shit stabber? Shit stabber. What's Hi, up? This is Tony, please leave a message. See, that's yeah. what yeah. I get. <laughs> hey, Tony, is, Should we leave a leave message. My, yeah. it. Oh, we got to call back? Yeah.
2: Hi, this is Tony. Please leave a message, and I'll get
1: back to you as soon as I can. Thank you very much. Bye. What a nice professional message. hey. Hey, TP, it's Scott and John. TP. Give us a call at this number. Yeah. This is our new TTN hotline. We want you to call in. (laughs) 224-244-7... I don't know what it is. 7... It's 224, Big Rod 1.
0: Big. So, yeah, 224, 244, 7, 6,
1: 4, 3. <laughs> wow. Well, that gave him time to get a pen and write that down. Yeah, <laughs> Rod is uh,
0: 7. 6. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say Big Rod 1? Yeah, Big Rod 1. No, it's... Uh...
3: It's <laughs> You're kidding,
4: right? Two two four two
0: four 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 uh seven uh six three Because it's big rod one. <laughs> seven six
1: three one. We really should write this shit down. Yeah. <laughs> we need an intern for crying out loud. <laughs> Somebody yes. to make a big poster still. 224
0: 244 uh 7631. Call us back. Call us back.
1: All right, there we have it. He might call us back. Uh all right, John. So uh stressful you had anything yeah. you want to discuss about your stressful week? No, other than no. our date, John, at uh Fat Mustard. No. yeah, it was uh no, I, I don't there's really nothing to talk about. I had the burger at the Fat Mustard. I recommend getting a double because it's um, they flatten out the burger so that it fits the big bun, and it's just like a sliver of meat. Yeah. Uh, so you need to get the double if you get a burger over there. Uh, I usually get the Euro, which I love, and I've tried the. Well, meat. that's
0: where they get you. They make it sound so great, and they charge you six bucks, and then <laughs> they
1: flatten it out. <laughs> yeah, you got to so double Nick it. Nick rips you off. You got to double it up. No, Maybe I'm get a, put an egg in there. The food's great. I'm I'm the just just fries
0: are killer fries John. are great the buffalo chili buffalo chicken chili yeah yeah so uh what do you what do you put in the buffalo chicken chili if i uh, <laughs> uh well those are trade secrets <laughs> i can't do nick's voice <laughs> steve uh, steve those are trade secrets <laughs> all right john that's good food though it's good food i had the uh i had some sort of a turkey club uh smoked turkey. panini no 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 panino i'm sorry it was a pj's or jp's pan, pan, panini pan what is it is it a panini panini yeah yeah where they mash
1: it and grill it yeah mash and grill it right on it's quite quite nice. I won't be getting the hamburger again. I might try a hot dog. I've had the beef sandwich, and I've had the gyro, and I've had something else. I have, I've had a ham and cheese panini. Ham and cheese. After I ate the gyro. I had it all in one sitting. That That's was the something fat else. mustards, right? Yeah, the fat mustard. All right, John, my week. I just got back from... Should we talk about what's on the menu? I I guess so. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why would we do that? Screw your week. No, let's talk about the menu, John. Yeah. Go ahead. That'll be great. There's the... <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's the heart attack
0: burger, Scott. Well, I mean, you know, you got to give a little description here. Like, what, what burger was it that
1: you got? I just got the regular cheeseburger. <laughs> Burg- burger. I got lettuce, tomato, and grilled onions on my cheeseburger.
0: Flat iron burgers are made fresh daily, never frozen. All burgers are topped with lettuce, tomato, and onions, Scott. There you uh, have it. The heart attack is a double dose of cheddar, crispy bacon, and grilled onions. Is it just one patty?
1: Yeah. I have got to get at least a double patty there. Yeah. I would think the heart attack would have two Well, patties. the double
0: cheeseburger is $5.86 mhm mm-hmm. Yeah the p pe- p peenini pe- pe- Oh this is funny though. I got the JP which is turkey, bacon. There was no bacon on it. Uh tomato, Swiss, Dijon mustard. There was not one sliver of bacon on my sandwich. Did you say hold the bacon? No, I did Why not did say hold. Why did not you say hey? There's I, no bacon I, on I here. I just noticed it yeah, <laughs> reading just, it on the man- menu. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't a sliver of we got bacon. A,
1: we got another complaint. What the fuck? You got a complaint last time, and I said, "Why didn't you tell?" Unbelievable. He said, "I didn't want him to shit on my food." <laughs> what was the complaint I last? I remember. <laughs> I didn't want him to
0: shit, shit on my food. That's right. Uh, yeah. All right, yeah. That's they got stuff. They they have uh, it's the fat mustard joint, Scott. Uh in Elk Grove. And um they have fat packs. Yeah. Meal <laughs> deals. Fresh cut fries and a soda. You yes. can get the hot dog, the two hot dogs, the Polish, the Angus, Angus cheeseburger, which you got, Euro sandwich, uh grilled pita, chicken pita, uh Chicago style beef, the chicken eater, chicken melt on a pita, and double cheeseburger with bacon. That's uh, a meal deal for nine thirty two. Oh, you could get for like five bucks that at McDonald's.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. And McDonald's has a drive through too, yeah, John, that what you the can f- get fuck. You can get cut off. You don't get harassed by the help. <laughs>
0: Uh, no, but uh, no, the food's great The fries are really awesome you, No doubt, Scott you, I, I, All the way all And you, you enjoyed
1: the, the uh, chili Way You yeah. really enjoyed no the doubt. chili How about that? No doubt yeah. You and Steve bonded over Stieb. the chili Yes <laughs> Steve Yes
0: all Very right. good Now back to me, Moving John right along. Back, back to, to me you. I just wanted for one second <laughs> The show not be about you for once Go ahead.
1: All right, so I we went to Eagle River. <laughs> <laughs> Took the whole family. Whoa. My daughter really wanted to bring a friend, but I said no to that. No to the friend. And there was like two days of whining. Now here's the thing. Yeah. With the friend. Do you know the friend? Are you friends
0: with the mom and dad? Yeah, so you're good friends with the mom and dad. I wouldn't say good friends. We know each other. You drink, you hang out. No. No. Oh, we don't you don't hang sit out around by the fire. No. Oh, okay. No. I understand that. Yeah. I yeah. mean my daughter has a friend, but we're friends with their mom and dad. We go out with them, you know, so we've she's never kind of like
1: family We've never gone out with any of uh Emma's mom and dad's friends. We know them. We've hung out with them like at their house or like hung uh, out like, oh, nice car, hey,
0: yeah, what kind of car are you
1: got? Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing
0: all right, uh we'll be
1: back what time nine yeah. all right <laughs> okay, gotta go, yeah, that kind of thing, yeah. Uh, but this friend, we we know the parents, but we haven't even hung out or anything. Uh, but it wasn't about that. It was about, no, we're going as a family. And what was uh, the interesting thing that happened is, uh-oh, somebody's oh. calling us.
0: It's the wrong one. What's the other Tony? Mm. Should I answer it? Answer it like you're to leave a message. Thanks for calling Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. Leave a message, and we'll get right back to you. Boop.
5: Wow. <laughs> sorry, Call.
4: Oh, you guys still
5: <laughs> retarded. Oh, we're retarded. You're the one that called us. Can you hear me? I'm returning your phone call. Oh. I'm sorry. I called
0: Wait. you by mistake. Oh, even better. We were calling the other P Tony, but it's it's supposed to be T Tony P. Yeah, we called you by mistake.
5: (laughs) Yeah, nice. But you called us
0: back. You're TP too, right? That's right. Correct. He is TP. Yeah. How's it going there, TP? He's the Papooch. The T. the the. the,
5: the, 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 (laughs) Get your shit together, man. What's up, Papooch? Not a man. How are you guys? The average. We are good. Just average?
0: Yeah. We got to come out to New York again. No doubt. Okay. Whenever. Last, last time I was there, I had a panic attack and couldn't get on a plane.
5: <laughs> and that's a problem.
1: Last time I was there, I rollerbladed across the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and I still love that story. <laughs> you shit-stabber! <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, so, uh, Papooch, who are you voting for uh, in the upcoming election?
5: Uh, I don't know yet. You don't know yet? What, I don't what, know yet.
1: You haven't, uh, what are you waiting for? Like the third debate? After the third debate, you're going to make up your mind? Probably. I see. Very good.
5: I'm not. I'm not happy with Obama, but I don't want Romney to be elected either, so...
1: So what are the important issues for you? What is the important issue for a papooch? I'm
5: I'm thinking, well, it's the economy. Mm -hmm. I'm not not worried about foreign policy. Um, We should stop being the police of the world. And it's time to focus on our country.
1: So if Romney had this great economic plan... Which I don't think he does, but let's
0: say he did.
5: <laughs> Come on, man. That's not fair. That's
0: like saying, okay, Hugo Sa- Chavez, let's say he had this great economic
1: plan. Hold that? that? It's a hypothetical, Tony man. Tony Montana had this great... Oh, oh, let's this say he's got this well. great uh, economic plan, but we know that he wants to get <laughs> our troops back in Iraq and Afghanistan, and he wants to get involved in Syria, for crying out loud.
5: But uh, more importantly, does he believe in string theory?
1: I don't think that's important at all. I don't even think he knows what that means. But uh, great point there, (laughs) Papooch. Science, very important in this election. Science! Because you you, you ask me, is somebody going to ask me? Ask me. No. What's important? I'll tell you what's important. Innovation. And the way to get innovation, that gets an economy going. The way to get innovation, science and technology.
5: You heard it here first. Wouldn't you need money for that?
1: Well, yeah, you need money for it. Instead of sending our money to Afghanistan and Iraq, let's uh, divert it to science and technology. How about that?
5: That would be great if we actually did that. Look, I'm thinking that we're just donating all the money to China. You know, instead of Sesame Street, it's just going to have a symbol for the the letter of the day.
1: You lost me on that one. Did you get that well, reference, I, I, John?
5: I can't. I can't do a visual of a Chinese symbol. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I follow you now. I get it
0: now. Very good. Dope. <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, uh, you're right. You're you're absolutely right. And I don't think either candidate is uh, is doing a good job in either of those areas. I mean, foreign policy is fucked up. World police is bullshit. Correct. Um, And giving money to Libya and that. And then Romney comes out
1: and he wants to arm Syria. What is he, insane? Yes. He believes in magic underwear, John. (laughs) I would make an argument that he's insane.
5: It, It still goes back to if we do anything in the Middle East from a war perspective, or funding for countries for them to have a war, who stands to make the money? The banks and the military, defense contractors that get the money to sell it all around the world, and they're using that to stimulate the economy. Trickle a down Republican type policy. Yeah, and it helps no one. Well, it helps them.
0: Right. You'll mass-
5: you, you take the you take the needs of the many, and you distribute it to the. Wants of the few. Right.
0: Very well put. Uh, and we're disguising your name because you work for one of those big fucking
5: organizations, don't you? Not anymore. What? Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> what happens to work
0: for a defense contractor. Well, not a defense contractor, but a Wall Streeter.
5: I don't work for a bank anymore. No? I am done. You're done? Yeah, I haven't worked for a bank in years. You retired? Sure. Nice. We'll go with that one. <laughs> Did
0: you retire? Really? No. <laughs>
5: you fucking nuts.
0: Are you still doing? Are uh, you still doing technology? Right.
5: I am still doing technology.
0: High frequency trading systems.
5: Correct. <laughs> but I am. But I am a service. I am a service provider. Right. I don't make money or sell. Um, components of it. I am just a pipeline for the information.
0: (laughs) You're just a trafficker.
5: Correct. (laughs) I'm the mule. (laughs) He's the mule.
1: Nice. Are Uh, you familiar with the studies that um, they've done with uh, trading? Um, For example... There's one study that a guy throws darts at the uh, newspaper oh, and then he buys my. those stocks <laughs> and then he compares them to what the professionals and they're about even. Then there's another study where a chicken gets involved in pecking oh, yeah. the paper. Yeah. Um, there's one I can't remember it. It was on the Skeptics Guide to the Universe. Um, what was it? I can't remember it. It was a really interesting study that they've been doing for about five years. And although the professionals trade uh, at a better rate, they gave reasons for why the professionals trade better. Is because when they say something, other people listen. So there's that trickle down effect right. where other people invest in that. Mm-hmm. And if you if you take that away, they're even with this other strategy. But I can't remember what the strategy is.
5: Well, you do realize that most of the professionals aren't trading anymore. It's all computers.
0: Right, <laughs> I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the the high frequency trading. We talked about this before. Uh, before the stock market opens to humans, humans uh, within those few opening seconds, the high frequency trading uh, algorithms start um, doing bids on on stocks, looking for the the lowest uh, possible buy point and then they buy it just for over that. And they make basically pennies on the dollar, but over time, because they're doing it uh, 10,000 times in a second, uh, it ends up spitting out uh,
1: massive fortunes. It's like Superman 3. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or office space. It's right.
5: It's well, office space.
1: Getting back to, to the uh, uh hey, it's computers <laughs> now. It's not people. Um, it's
5: cloud. That's what I do. I'm doing now the cloud technology right. and the financials.
1: And here's what you should do. You should have a fucking chicken in a room pecking Why? at a newspaper and charging the rates that you would charge to put a program together because they're but, equivalent. But You see what so, I'm saying? And to <laughs> house a
5: chicken is much cheaper. You're not getting it than hiring <laughs> oh <my> offshore. No, Scott, <laughs> you're not getting Dude. it. That's is not, not a hedge fund. No, that's that's a hen fund. <laughs> oh my god! <gosh>. Fuck this <laughs> charge. Let me ask. Tony me made Scott. a funny.
4: <laughs>
5: let me ask you a question, Scott. Since yes. You, you, since I'm considered the idiot savant. Yes and you're the brainiac. <laughs> so I just want It's debatable. <laughs> explain to me. Yes. Yeah, absolutely John. Thank you. Go ahead. Explain to me which you are comparing people the trade to a chicken or somebody <laughs> throwing a dart. Yes. Explain to me what's the difference? Cuz as far as I'm concerned there is no difference.
1: That's what it's I'm saying. Spec- so why invest money in 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 developing <laughs> these algorithms that perform no, no better than a chicken. That's not what they're
0: for, it's Scott. Not, no. <laughs> they're not they're not for <laughs> oh <my God>. that. <laughs> stock picking is one uh avenue of stock trading, but there's also <laughs> like a hedge fund. But there's also the the high frequency trading one is the computer one idea is the computer algorithm goes out and looks for the lowest possible no, offer on a or price on a, a stock there, let's talk about that
5: different, wait there's I, a couple different ways what what most of the models do is the model will give you a 3d representation of what the market's going to do and if it's done correct statistically because the markets can and will repeat themselves so the the Recession that we went through, the depression, and through time of the stock market being in place, there are power cycles every 20 years that transpire. Governments and politicians try to offset that and give false um, resistance or pressure to either let it ex- you know, go up or go down. Yeah, like cycles- t- tens
0: of thousands of times, though, like in a, in a matter of minutes –
5: Correct. But but the way that the model is set up is they trade one or two instruments or stocks. And you're right, they buy millions of, it's it's up and down. But with the 3D model and with the technology that's out there now, you can actually take social media, derive news stories and through certain words, actually come up with a intelligent, Thought right on Twitter, you know, it's a, right? Well, not only Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, media, yeah, whatever presses, you know, news wires they're pulling keywords, yeah, correct. You can take it and you could actually score and figure out what the percentage of the story is positive to negative, throw in the social media gloom, doom, positive, life, murder, happy, sad. You can truly come up with a true model and know exactly where the sweet spot's going to be of where you should be either buying or selling that stock you don't have to do it with a guess you basically run the program and it just when it hits the trigger points buys and sells through it and because of that and it's not only stocks they're doing it with the derivatives stocks futures currencies everything now so now, where you used to have a one to one or 10 to one ratio of traders to accounts, now it's one to 10. One mathematician could actually set up five or 10 different models that the, the system just basically runs itself.
0: Hear that, Scott? We got it right from the horse's mouth. Exclusive on
1: TTN. When it outperforms <clears throat> a chicken, then I'll be impressed. It does.
5: Dude, it could outperform you, so it's already, like, similar, similar <laughs> better. <laughs> it, it does. All right,
1: getting back to stocks, uh, <laughs> I heard a stock tip at lunch on Friday. Here it was. American Airlines was at 39 cents, and the tip yeah. was to scoop up American Airlines at 39 cents. Sure. What do what, you say? That? What happened? What happened? You, I have no idea. You know
5: that they still haven't come out of bankruptcy, so buying stock now is not going to really help.
1: I have no idea. I don't follow so any of this I'm, stuff.
5: I'm telling you, American Airlines is still in bankruptcy. Was it so United, United like, in bankruptcy? All United? Of the airlines. American was the last one to file bankruptcy.
1: Because United was at uh, like a buck at one point, and now uh, it's at 40. Actually, uh, AMR, or the new ticker
0: is AAMRQ, is up uh, one penny. It's at, it's at 40
1: cents. It's 40
0: cents. How about <laughs> and, that?
5: And, and that's the... Bankrupt symbol for AMR, which AMR is the actual stock symbol.
1: Ah, so but with all went, this knowledge, Papooch, yeah, you, uh, you
4: I mean, really don't have amount. to
1: work it's anymore. Fine. You just, you just in, take your money and you invest it in what the computer says, and then you retire. Right? Exactly. Nice. Yeah. So the, I'm
5: supposed to work at home. And, you think
1: he'd hook a brother up?
0: You know what I'm saying, John? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, the uh, high-frequency trading is also responsible for flash crashes as well. Absolutely. So, they're not always, sometimes they go awry in the wrong direction. A chicken would never go awry, John.
5: <laughs> no, it will go for the rye.
0: It's an, it's a hen fun, not a hedge fund.
5: <laughs> God, I can't believe I said that.
1: Uh, I think there's money to be made there. I see website, I see logo, the hen fund.
0: By 2010, Scott, high-frequency trading accounted for over 70% of equity trades in the U.S. and was rapidly growing in popularity in Europe and Asia. And nope. I think I think they're uh,
1: putting the hammer down on free, high frequency trading in Europe. So, Tony, what is this no, doing to uh, the banking industry? Uh, when I call, like if I I have no idea what I'm talking about, but if I call <laughs> some guy and I say, "Hey, I want to buy some stock," are there still guys on the phone? But they're oh yeah, they don't yeah. have they don't have to have degrees, right? They're
0: just like telemarketers, really. Correct. Well, the old Wall Streeters didn't have degrees. It was guys like you and me that could walk in there and be and be a phone operator.
5: What what, what degree can you get to be a, a stock trader?
1: I don't know. I have no idea. I I
0: told you, there I have no idea what I'm talking about.
5: But now, but clearly, but at least you're admitting it, and that's half the battle.
0: All right, let me. But now, um, the guys that are making the models are fucking rocket
1: scientists. Exactly. Right. Okay. So I'm relating to uh, the movie with Charlie Sheen and uh, Michael Douglas. What was that called? Wall Street? Wall Wall Street. Street. All right. Is it like that at all anymore? No. Okay. So Charlie Sheen was replaced by a mathematician. Correct. Okay. But there's the scene where Charlie Sheen, he's with all these other lackeys and they're all trying to figure out how they're going to move up in the industry in this big right. room and they all take calls from yeah, the clients. Does yeah. that still happen or is it all online now?
0: Yeah, they no, still do.
5: No, they, they, they still do that. They still have that. But those the retail shops that do that have gone to the wayside. Again, there's not as many people taking calls. They're more in the wealth management side. Because of the fact that you've got the E-Trades, Scott Trades, right. all of the $7 per trade online it's easier and it's you've reduced the liability because by putting the trade through the computer, it's explicit. I want to sell this at this price or I want to buy it at this price. You don't have to worry about busting trades and with settlement where for commodities and futures it was three-day settlement, equities it was five days. They're getting to three days for equities. And they're trying to get within a a zero day or a one day settlement to where off of execution of the trade, you basically have 24 hours to either settle the trade or bust the trade. So all of the online stuff solidifies that so you can actually settle quicker. Instantly.
1: Correct. Right. But you still have to, if you call somebody, you you have to rely on somebody to do the data entry, right? Correct. So wouldn't you just rather do it online yourself? Correct. right i would rather do it myself than yeah. rely on some gu- some yeah guy making some 10 bucks an hour monkey. to do data entry who can yeah, but, fuck but, it
5: up right but the guy but the guy answering the phone isn't making 10 bucks an hour
1: is he the guy doing the data entry
5: he's not the guy doing the data entry who's he's doing the, the data entry and
1: how much are they making <laughs> the
5: who is your daddy and what does he do <laughs> Wait, are you looking for a new job or something? <laughs> yes. uh, no.
1: I want to know, should I enter it myself on the web, or should I rely on some guy who's making 10 bucks an hour well, to it do
0: depends. the data? entry? I mean, sometimes no, for, you have a guy if, that gives if, you tips.
5: The, the issue that you have is if you're calling to talk to someone, you're going to a full service broker. He's going to give you advice what he thinks the market's doing. You're paying for his $100,000 or $200,000 salary. Which I can get because, for a chicken. From a chicken. Which you can, which you can get on the computer for seven dollars. Yeah, I see, and that's the difference. the The talking to someone, that's the guy that's taking the trade. He's the one that's licensed to talk to you, and having a license is a direction of how much money you're going to have. The trade checker or the guy that's entering the ticket for that guy is the ten dollar an hour guy. There you he's go. He's the one. Yeah, he's the one that's taking instructions written on a piece of paper. What's the difference between you putting it on an email or through the computer or somebody writing it down on a piece of paper and handing it to someone else? Nothing. The well, difference is having a broker, you have inflated salaries in between that, which costs more money, which costs more money to do the trade rather than the online.
1: Right. I, I don't need a middleman to do that for me. Correct. Can
5: I enter this shit myself in today's yes. technology
1: Yes. and click the uh, trade, trade, trade button? stop right. yes, Trade. There you go. That's yes. all I need to know.
5: Thank you I, you very I, much. I day trade TDM my 401k yes you can do that in I, fact i would be willing to bet some of the local banks but you guys also have accounts where you can do it yourself and they have online provisions to where you can buy and sell your own stocks
0: which i agree that makes it more efficient but to say high frequency trading makes uh the no, market can't do, more efficient I, I don't
5: you wouldn't be able to do that on a you wouldn't be able to set up a, a, a platform to do that. You would actually need hooks into the exchange and execution lines. And again, now you're talking a complete model of infrastructure that's built out with the connections to the banks and the brokers.
0: Hey, man,
1: that dude did it on Limitless. Yeah. Okay. On a synthetic drug that made him like super really genius. smart. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have to say about that? I think you should take some. I think you should take some. (laughs) Nice. All right. One question before we get to Shitter Shinola. Are you up for Shitter Shinola there?
5: Whatever you guys want to do.
1: One question. Go ahead. Ask him the question, John. What question is that? I I don't know. I don't know. Ask him a question, and then we'll segue into Shitter Shinola. Are you a...
0: Evolution kind of guy or a <laughs> <Thank you>. creation?
4: <laughs> I
5: mean, I'm, I'm an evolution kind of guy. Evolutionary kind of guy. I'm gonna point out one thing to to one of your listeners not to call him out, but is Pat McGorry the one that lives in Connecticut? Um,
0: I don't know exactly where he's from.
5: Okay, he's from the East Coast, though. Uh, I could tell you in a second. Because because one of the older podcasts, somebody was complaining about the storm and the loss of power. Yeah, and I can tell that you guys really cared. Good friends that you guys were because we were without power for two weeks for the for the Irene storm, and three weeks for the snowstorm on Halloween. Wow! And what did I get? Nothing.
0: What do you? What did you want?
5: <laughs> Nothing. I went out and got my, actually my parents oh. the generator from Illinois
0: here <laughs> oh man sorry man we would if you'd have called in how on your cell <laughs> what did this weather knock out your cell phone no
5: <clears throat> couldn't charge the battery though
0: hey i got a whole house generator now our power went out five times yeah i've got the same thing and Although, we got we got nothing went out this last year
5: yeah no we've we've got one now but it's it's gas it's not uh because we don't have natural gas here, so right. I've got to put regular unleaded gas in regular it. but
2: petrol. C- petrol,
5: correct. Um, but it's all wired, and, and we've got the generator for the whole house, too. Nice. Sorry, uh, but I digress. I didn't mean to...
0: Totally. No, Scott a- asked me to do that because he's trying to get ready. He's I am to ready, John. Are you ready? This.
1: Are you ready, John? Yeah. Right on. Ooh, let's
0: get ready to play. Shitter Shine, Ola!
1: All right. All right. We have the Papooch going head to head with John in Shitter Shinola. Papooch, are you familiar with the rules?
5: I am. I've already beat John. Really? (laughs)
1: This is a rematch. All right, so for our listeners, I am going to make a statement. And it's either shit, which is false, or Shinola, which is true. Let me get my scorecard ready here, John. Are you ready for the first question? I'm sorry, statement. 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 (laughs) The character of Winston Zeddemore in Ghostbusters was originally supposed to be played by Eddie Murphy. Shit or Shinola?
5: Shinola.
1: Yeah, I'll say Shinola. That's right, John. That's right, Papooch. That is total (laughs) Shinola. I don't know. Second statement. (laughs) Shit or Shinola? Oh. Cue the question music. Statement music. Statement music.
5: (laughs) Question statement music.
1: The word strengths (laughs) Ow (laughs) (laughs) The word Strengths. Is the longest word in the English language to only have one vowel. Shitter Shinola.
5: Shinola. Mm. Oh, wait. Oh, maybe not. No, Shinola.
1: What say you? John?
5: He spelled yeah, it. Yeah, I'll the, 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 say
0: Shinola. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, my it's God.
1: two wait, to two.
5: That is total Shinola. The Have we turned a corner in the evolution of these conversations? <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> What? I don't get him sometimes. I'm confused. John. He confuses me.
5: John is actually agreeing with me. Oh. We've turned an evolutionary path of this conversation as opposed to the papooch, you're an idiot. I never said that.
1: Never. Never. Not to your <laughs>
0: face, Only when anyway. you fucking yo, didn't get yo. my pants washed. <laughs> oh, yeah, they'll have it done tomorrow. And he comes back, no pants. where's my pants papooch hey you fucked up your truck oh Oh, oh, I see and then I get my pants in a fucking FedEx box and they're no longer pressed nice anymore they're pressed into an accordion yeah anyway go on Scott
1: statement number three for our listeners out there it's tied up at two to two two to two that means might as well be zero John has two all square (laughs) on to our third statement In a crackdown on gays, (laughs) a crackdown on gays in the Navy, Truman, President Truman created a special unit that performed oral sex on men in order to out the gay ones. Shit or (laughs) Shinola? Shit. That's Shinola. John says Shinola. Papooch says shit. And Papooch. Takes the lead, three to two. I had to give him one, man. I had to give him one.
5: Oh, oh, John's that worried. It was
1: actually FDR who
5: created
0: God that damn
1: special it. unit. It wasn't Truman, uh, but he did. He created a unit, a
5: special <laughs> unit, up in high Dick
1: sucking task force <laughs> that performed oral sex on men in order to out the gay ones. It became known as the Newport Scandal. Uh, Rhode Island's naval base had numerous complaints of sexual solicitation (laughs) by males around the base. So FDR's Navy unit sought to entrap these men. Surprisingly, the unit was ordered to perform oral sex on suspected homosexuals on base, including a clergyman. Once the story broke, FDR claimed memory lapse and never admitted to signing off on the operation. All right. Wow. Woo. Next statement: shit or shinola. Bob Marley had three children born in four weeks to three different women. Shit or Shinola. Shinola. Papuch says Shinola. Shinola. John says Shinola, and it's four to three. Four to three. Papooch is still up by one. Four to three. That's four right. To th- four to three, yeah. Four to three. <laughs> Uh, although Bob Marley married Rita Anderson in 66 he had children by several other women he had three children in late April and the first half of May uh punch me in the
5: fucking face
1: Steve Marley was born uh the next two children were um um named Robert and Robbie John and Scott are a bunch of how original enabling fools (laughs) Alright, last question. Shit or shinola? Last question. Statement. 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 Let's go with this. Statement. Statement. Shit or shinola? Shinola. Shit or or shinola? Last statement in shit. Are you guys ready for the last Spit now? If we have a tie, we are going to go to sudden out. death. <laughs> Spit it out. Spit it out. Spit it out already. All right, last <laughs> statement. That shit or Shinola. The Iran... The, anus. the Iranian nuclear program. Yeah got off the ground in 1976 when Dick Cheney and Donald Rumsfeld convinced President Ford to sell plutonium to Iran. What year? 1976. Ooh. Shinola. John says Shinola. Shinola.
0: It's tricky, though. I was thinking 74, but...
5: <laughs> yeah, see, that's where mm. I'm going with this. I'm going to say Shinola. I'm going to fucking pussy
1: out. <laughs> yeah, he is pussying out, saying Shinola. I have the results. The results are in, John. And Papooch has beaten you twice Oh, in Shitter Shinola. That's right. He wins five to four. It. And the Iranian nuclear program did get off the ground in 1976 when Dick Cheney and Donald Rumsfeld convinced President Ford to sell plutonium to Iran. And there you have it. To-do.
0: all right who's yeah your daddy? yeah
1: who's p- your daddy all right capuch any closing thoughts before we hang up on you uh no no not one
5: about be, those bears a, huh?
1: yeah or are you yeah, like a new a great, york fan now
5: no well, bullshit no way am i going to be a new york fan i watched the bears game that was a great game
0: well, the Jets are on tonight.
5: Yeah, that's why I'm not watching TV.
0: With Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, it's uh, good to hear from you,
1: and uh, don't be a stranger. That's
0: right. Like,
5: likewise, and uh, you guys stay out of trouble.
1: Call in next week and beat John again for the third time. How about that?
5: Done. Shut I will up, do that. Scott.
1: Has anybody ever beat you three times, John?
5: <laughs> what do you mean exactly? Can you shit, qualify that? And
1: shit or shine? all. Oh,
0: I don't know. I don't think so. Don't know. I used to be undefeated. I don't know what's happened to me, man. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. All right. Well, thanks for for calling back. Uh, Not a problem. You guys be Tony. good
5: and uh, stay out of
0: trouble. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. All
5: right. Yeah. Bye.
0: All right, the Papooch the calling papooch. in with the, a big update on high-frequency trading Yes, and how it's done. It's very all nice. computers. I like that. I mean, I don't like that it's called computers, but... Uh, hey, Algorithms. I had a movie that, idea, uh, very, John. Very
1: uh Called Algorithm. Yeah? Yeah. About a guy who created an algorithm. Wow. Based on social media that predicted stocks, uh, and it's actually happening. How about that? Oh, he did. Yeah. All right, then. Moving on. It's kind of like the movie Margin Call, right? Is it? Oh, right. Yeah, you mentioned that. Uh, I haven't seen that yet. It's Uh, on my list. We will talk about movies later, John. Uh, But before we get to that, Eagle River. Yeah. I went to Eagle River with the family unit, Cranberry Fest, and I I came up with a theory of child development. How about this, John? My daughter's been giving us problems recently. And what I've noticed is the more problems my daughter, the more issues she creates, the better, the more angelic my son is. Yeah. So we go to Eagle River, and I say, no, you can't bring your friend. And my daughter becomes the daughter that we used to know, the very nice, caring, lovely daughter. Yeah. We have a great time. Is my daughter, um, my perception... Improves whore, whore? her <laughs> behavior, my son gets worse. So I have a new theory about child development. Yeah, what's that? On average, parents have to deal with uh, the same amount of bullshit, regardless of how many kids they have. So, if they have two kids, if one's good, the other's going to be bad. If the other one turns better, the other one will slip and be bad, and there's more, it's the same amount of bullshit for the parents.
0: Um, Yeah, I don't know. Can you quantify? I cannot quantify that. It's just
1: based on my experience this weekend. The son
0: is just irritating and the daughter is misbehaving. Let me give you an example.
1: My daughter was an angel this weekend, just just a sweet kid that we used to know before she went to uh, middle school, (laughs) right? My son, on the other hand, who's been an angel up to this point, uh, so my daughter turns it around. So we go. We have to go to the grocery store in Wisconsin, North Woods, Wisconsin. We have to go to the grocery store. So I'm running around getting stuff, and my wife and uh, the rest of my family are just kind of um, mingling. They're kind of, um, do we need this? Do we need that? So my son, uh, it was Cranberry Fest, so there's like this huge box of cranberries, like this enormous box. Like he could dive into this box of cranberries. And they had these two scoops. Yeah. And he starts scooping and, like, flipping the cranberries in the air. But this (laughs) box was so big that the cranberries would would fall back in the box. So my wife sees this and she says, hey, knock it off. And he keeps doing it. And she says again, hey, hey, you got to stop that. And he he ignores her. Third time. He ignores her three times. The third time. After he ignores her, one of the scoops, he has a, like, it gets stuck in the cranberries. Yeah. And it doesn't flip the way it's supposed to. <laughs> yeah. And so he applies more pressure. <laughs> and they flip, like, all over the store. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> all oh over the store. Oh, my God. So there was uh, somebody working there, an employee of this grocery store, oh. starts berating my wife. Hey! You gotta get that kid under control!
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so she's gotta stop what she's doing. She's gotta go over to him. Wow. She gave him, you know, they got the, in the produce, they have the little <laughs> plastic bags you pull off. Yeah. She made him pull the plastic, she pulled the plastic bag and she gave it to him. She made him pick up every cranberry yeah. with his little fingers, you know, you gotta. <laughs> Pinch each one, yeah. put it in the bag, and then uh, they left the store. I didn't get to witness this though. I was I was running around the store getting like um, bread and hot dog buns.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, See, we have we have a thing. When my my kids used to misbehave in public, mm-hmm. I would give them one look and say, "You got one." When we get home. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's all it took. And when it, they got home, what was the one? Uh, a spanking. A spanking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So it it only took one time for that to ever happen, and I've never had to like enforce it again. I just said, do you want one when we get home? And that was it. So they would say the whole time in the car, are we going to get one
1: when we get home? <laughs> <laughs>
4: So mm-hmm.
0: after that, all I had to do was look and say, do you want one when we get home? All right, knock
1: it off. Never had a problem after that. Never. Well, you've never had a problem with Brody at a grocery store up until this point. And this was... Uh... And now he's just gone crazy. <laughs> he's Well, as my daughter's gotten better, he's gotten worse. Now, what's interesting is now we're back at home, and Emma had a friend over tonight, and she's already slipping. You know, she, her behavior is already slipping. Yeah. And now, if my son's behavior goes back up, uh, you know, there's other variables involved. There's environment. You know, we we're in the North Woods. Um, but this is I'm st- I'm formulating my hypothesis, yeah, yeah. John, and I apply it to the Duggars. The Duggars have like 20 kids now. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter because now the kids are become the the pseudo parents of the younger kids, right? And the parents delegate, and there's just certain amount of bullshit that all parents have to put up with. Yeah, regardless of how many kids they have. Yeah, I guess so. I agree with that. I, I don't, I don't have
0: so much in the public area, but um, but at home, yeah, there's a level of. Uh,
1: because my
0: because, daughter has that entitlement, my
1: son has that level of stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's that you know that we've all heard about the sibling rivalry, right? Oh yeah. So if if one kid is is getting a lot of um, attention, attention for their bad behavior. Yeah, I've got the impression like, Oh I gotta right, cash in on this. Right. I got the impression that my son takes advantage of that and he, he's really good to set himself apart. And now that my daughter uh is back kind of back to normal when we're uh up in Eagle River and, and she's well behaved and and she's starting to get recognition well, you for know, this.
0: It could be too the son the sons have a very short term memory. Yes. And uh Uh, When one sibling, like the daughter, is getting uh, in trouble, they don't want any of that. Because they can see mom and dad is really pissed off. They're really mad. So they don't want any of that hassle. So they just turn on the, oh man, yeah, I don't want that shit. Okay, I'm going to be really good and just sit here and do my thing. But then when everything is back to normal again, it's like, Wow. There's no yelling. There's no nothing. I totally forgot about get. You know, my sister getting yelled at. So, wahoo! Party! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you come down, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's what this is all about. I forgot all about
1: this shit. <laughs> I forgot. Well, I'm going to follow this. I have this idea, so I'm going to start <laughs> uh, observing this a little bit more. Well, why don't
0: you just be a parent? Does it really have to be... Uh, <laughs> you gotta do a
1: hypothesis a, a what I'm, I can't do both I can't be a parent no. and have a hypothesis just be a parent at the same time it's just reflecting it's not I'm that just hard reflecting. it's not that hard being a parent yes but it is hard being a scientist John I tell you that <laughs> because you know I, I told the stories about running right so I went running yeah. and no, none of the Asians waved at me and then I went running again and some uh, most of the Asians waved at me, and then I went running again, and I could not get any white people to wave at me. None of the white people waved at me, and you know why, John? Do you uh, know why? Why I had a Green Bay Packer t-shirt on. <laughs> so it makes me think and about. you Thought it was the Asians, and I you're thought it was the Asians. At the Asians. But but uh, I go back and I'm thinking, what did I wear that when I ran? And Hi, the Asians I'm a didn't dummy. Wave at me. Hi!
0: Look at me. I'm a Green Bay Packer fan. You're lucky you didn't get pushed down and anally raped by a cactus.
1: Well, it it made me reflect. Now, was I wearing like a a, a atomic bomb T-shirt? Get a big knobby branch. Shove it up his ass. What was I wearing to turn off the Asians? I can't remember but uh it, it's it's a, a pokemon shirt <laughs> it's it it's uh it, it it highlights the importance of the scientific method. And constructing a well, well, how'd you say study? hi to him? Were you like, "Hello"? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just a wave. I see. It was just a. W- it was no verbal. It was, was it all like a
0: gay wave, you know, a limp wristed hi.
1: It could have been. I don't know. Hello. Uh, but the second week, the Asians w- did wave. I couldn't get the first week. I couldn't get any Asians to wave. Second week, the majority of Asians <laughs> would wave. Why is this white bald
0: motherfucker waving? And at then us? the
1: last time. Uh, oh, I maybe he's going through cancer. Treatment. I could not get any white people to wave at me. And then when I finished the run, I looked down. <laughs> maybe and they I had thought you were retarded. I had my Green Bay Packers. You oh, must shirt be out. one of
0: those Make <laughs> <Wait> a Wish kids. Wave at him. I'm sorry,
1: that's terrible. So it's the importance of, of variables in a controlled environment, John. A controlled yeah. environment. All right, moving on. Here's what I learned in Eagle River, John. I learned that my mother and her husband don't know how to boil pasta. How about that? <laughs> They're in their 70s, for crying out oh loud. Oh, my God. And come they were on. arguing about how to boil pasta. And I already told them, just put the pasta in, put the timer on for 10 minutes. And then they had this whole, like... No, you got to uh, boil the water first. You don't really have to. You can get the water to a boil, uh, close to a boil, put the pasta in. It's about 10 minutes. Um, and the other thing I found out that... And you it, gotta put salt in there. Yes, yeah, salt. Salt. You gotta salt the water. Um, I found out that my wife has a thing for both Zac Efron and Channing Tatum. Whoa. Yeah, how about that? You know,
0: uh, Nicole Kidman, uh, gives Zac Efron a golden shower in that new movie.
2: <laughs> what
0: yeah. new movie? The, that movie uh, with Zac Efron. What's it called? The
1: The Paperboy? The Paperboy? I haven't heard of it. I'll have to look into that, John. Yeah, but my wife is... Uh, she was just going on and on about Zac Efron and Channing Tatum.
0: Yeah, I, I looked at it. It's uh, October 17th. I, I don't know. Well, that's what it says. Belgium. What the fuck is that? The Paperboy, huh? The Paperboy with... Uh, Nicole Kidman, Zac Efron, Matthew McConaughey, uh, John Cusack,
1: Scott Glenn. Well, here's what my wife had to say. Zac Efron is better looking, but Chanem Tatum is more manly. Manly. How about that? And the reason this came up is because uh, my daughter got The Vow. The Vow. It's a movie with Chanem Tatum. And she yeah. was deciding: should I get the vow or should I get uh, something? Soldier about Zach Efron, whose uh, life is saved because he looks at a he gets a picture of a woman in Iraq or some shit like that. And uh, she ended up picking the vow. But my wife just was going on and on about either one would have been great because I love both Zach Efron and Channing Tatum. How about that? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it says here Nicole
0: Kidman pees on Zac Efron.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to that. Excellent. John. that's a date night movie right there. Yeah, I'll just tell my wife that Zac Efron's in it. Let's go. We I don't need, need to, to go. see it. I, I just want to see the YouTube video of it. Um, for whizzing on him. So I found out those two things, and then oh, we also made bacon in the oven. Have you ever done that, John? Bacon in the oven? No. It's great. It's not messy. And you know how you make bacon in a pan? You always got to be on yeah. top of the pan. You put the bacon in the oven. You could do other stuff. It's great stuff. So you put the oven at like four twenty-five, yeah. and you put the uh, you get a like a baking tray, and you crinkle up some tin foil. You got to crinkle it so it doesn't stick. And then you lay the bacon on the tin foil. you put it in for 20 minutes, it's done. Tin. Tinfoil, huh? We, we have tin Aluminum foil. Aluminum foil. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> it was great. We made BLTs. And then we visited my aunt, and my aunt made a comment about Romney. She wanted to get into it with me, but I yeah. just couldn't, John. I just couldn't do it. Um, Look. I'm trying to get listen. TP up there. So when we left, I said, hey, when are you guys going to be up here again? Because TP wants to come up and we can discuss politics. And my eye, my aunt's eyes lit up. She's like, oh, yeah, I can't wait. Let's do it. So they said, we'll be there next weekend. But TP can't do it next weekend. So I'm oh. trying to figure that out. Yeah. Oh, and nice. then uh, uh, I got the, uh, hey, guy. Uh, I got this laptop. Hey, guy. And uh, could you hook it up to the network for me? Uh. (laughs) I don't know where he gets all these things. This one came from his daughter. His daughter got rid of it like 10 years ago and gave it to him and said, I don't like it. It doesn't work. You can have it. And now he wants me to hook it up to their network. So I say, well, give me your network stuff. So they give me their old network stuff. So I'm like, well, your network's not showing up. Yeah. But I get this other one. It's this Frontier 0330. What is that? Do you know anything about that? No. So then I talk to my mom. Oh, yeah, that's our new one. Here, this is our new one. Oh, my God. Okay, great. So I hook him up. Oh, you got to hook me up with Netflix. Okay, I, like I said before, I need your username and your password. You didn't have that before. Oh, hey, guy. I don't, I don't know. Hey, guy. Let's talk to your mom. So we finally did figure that out. So I hooked him up with Netflix on a laptop. Hey, guy. And he was so excited uh, that he told my mom, we can watch Netflix in bed now. How about that? Whoa. Yeah. I didn't need to hear that. All right, John, that was my week. Other than my Twitter getting hacked. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great week, Scott. Oh, Daniel Craig was on SNL. Did you catch that? Um, No. I missed that, too.
0: I missed it. I missed it. Yeah, had a lot going on this weekend. My son's back playing football. How's he doing? He's doing great. He's he, all suited he, up. Uh, yeah. He, my daughter had a a football game herself, uh, Wednesday, a uh, powder puff game in the driving rain. Um, and um, she did great. She played linebacker. And she just, man, dude, she was like slamming it. It's the, basically, it's the seniors against the juniors girls. Uh, homecoming week, it's a big deal. And, um, you know, some of the football players go out and do cheerleading stuff. And um, and then the announcer just rips on the juniors the whole time over the speaker system, the PA And uh, my daughter's out there, and she, uh, the very first play she was in, uh, she she got a tackle, Uh, two plays in a row, tackle on her side. So she protected her side, never got let anybody go past five yards. Uh, stopped the pass. Um, and she said the whole time the other linebacker chick was giving her telling her what to do. Yeah, the first time they went to that chick side, blew right past her touchdown touchdown yeah.
1: my
0: yeah. daughter's like yeah i know what i'm doing i watch brian erlacher all right right i know what i'm doing she was tough man and she was so frustrated uh it was she, tackle no it was uh it was uh flag flag but, you know but there was one where my daughter grabbed and ripped the flag as hard as she could And it wouldn't come off, and it just kind of scooted down the girl's waist and down her knees and her ankles and came off finally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And my daughter's like, yeah, they were tying them. They're supposed to be Velcro. They're Velcro, right? Right. And when you grab them, they just rip off. They were cheating. cheating, They were cheating. Was this a different high school? No. Same high school. Same high school. Senior girls against the junior girls. You said that
1: already, didn't you? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Pay attention. <laughs> so then, my son had a football game, and uh, he played. Uh, he he used he was running back, but because he hasn't played all year, he doesn't know the play. So they put him back at his defense defensive position uh, as a um um oh, uh, was it uh, left left right left tackle on defense, where he uh, charges into the uh, backfield. And uh, he had one uh, assisted tackle. And um, first guy off the line every time. Coach kept putting him in. So my son got a shitload of playing time, even though they got beat 33 to like six. Um, they got beat because uh, it wasn't so much the run plays. It was the uh, passing. They had a killer quarterback. Uh, so he's got two more games, and then the season's over. So you get to play a whole three games this year.
1: Was does he play on? The uh, weekend? Yeah. Saturday. Saturday. Nice. And
0: uh, this week I jam with Ripper on Wednesday and then Sunday. And then the next Saturday is the gig.
1: October 20th.
0: Yeah. A little nervous about it because I said... Uh, Hey, can you send me the songs that we're going to play? He sent me a list of 79 songs. I go, I don't think we're going to play all these. He goes, yeah, that sounds great. I'll I'll pick some. So I text him today. Hey, never heard from you. What's the deal with the songs? He calls me. Oh, I wanted you to pick the songs. I go, okay. So if I pick a song like Mississippi Queen, for example, um, I'm not going to hear, oh, yeah, we don't do that one anymore. He goes, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's a bunch on there that we don't do anymore. I should have probably taken them off that list, huh? I'm like, fucking A. Really? <laughs> there's two weeks to go, man. You'll be fine.
1: October 20th, that's
0: a well, then Saturday. Well, he throws these Zeppelin songs out there. I'm like, I've never played those songs before. Oh, they're easy. Okay. Bonham's one of the greatest drummers of all time. Yeah, they're easy
1: they're easy you've yeah. heard them right yeah,
0: yeah. What, yeah. The heck?
1: what am i thinking yeah so i'll be there john oh thanks it's a saturday right yeah you need help or anything with drums i'll be your drummer. Uh, maybe yeah. yeah yeah let me know let me know just tell me let me know what time i gotta be here man p.s pub and wheeling yeah. p.s pub yeah right on dundee in 83 Dundee in 83. I'm trying to think where that is. Yeah, I know where that is. Don't I know there? Are that is? Yeah, I know where that is. I know what that is. Wheeling,
0: Scott. Wheeling. Yeah. Anyway. So what do you got? You got science? What do you got?
1: What do I got? What do I got? Uh, before we get to that, John, um, I, I opened up Thunderbird today. Um, Very nice. And I got like... Two hundred and sixty-eight emails, because I haven't opened up Thunderbird in a while since Whoa. I've gotten my iPad. So yeah. I, I've missed some uh, listeners. Why don't emails. you have your? Oh, I see. But don't I've, you
0: have your your?
1: Uh... No, I've completely forgot about my Total Talk Nonsense email accounts, and why don't I didn't you put include that them on your iPad. In my I will, I will do that. But um... why are you being so difficult? <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of things of note. That we got in the email bag, John. Um whew. Oh, I can't play that. No, I can play this. I can play stuff, can't I? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I got this one from Haggis. She says, John and Scott, I know you guys like HR Ginger, especially John. Giger. Yeah, whatever. Ginger. <laughs> this is a clip from the super ego podcast. You guys should subscribe. It's really funny and Ginger. short. And they do just one a month. Oh, hey man, I'm my lis, lis, God, I'm listed, okay?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you serious? Did you t- I'm list." The one made me laugh like a freak. Thought you might enjoy it too. He is one weird dude. And I think they nailed his strangeness. Hope you enjoy. Here, I'm going to click on the link, John. I'm clicking on it now. It's bringing it up. I'm going to open with the Windows Media default player. (laughs) Here we go.
0: What was that?
3: Hey, Dad, before you go to bed, I
0: forgot I have a permission slip I need you to sign.
3: I'm pickling. Black licorice, you know. Dad, I'm just really tired. I need to go to bed. Who's stopping you? Uh, Death stops us all. We're going to the Natural History Museum tomorrow. I just. I was born dead. I am still, still born. If I don't have it, I can't go. When I was your age, I was 50.
5: I can get extra credit if
0: I do a report on Neolithic man. Who? Like a Neolithic something.
3: He's great. I don't even know what it is, Dad. I, I am making a microphone stand for the band Corn, but... They're pretty cool. Wait, I had to finish. Now you have upset me, and I will go through my medium-sized attic door. Dad, don't go. I... Oh, uh, you've charmed me. I will stay. We're learning about ancient I mean, civilizations. Your mother singularly gang-raped me at a drive-in when they were showing the movie... The fox and the hound. I know. When are you having uh, bring your parent to school day? We don't have that. I made an acoustic sex fetus. What? Do a Google search for it. A Google search? This is my new sculptor commissioned by the Ridley Scudge. Well, do it live! Called okay. Self-Ricide.
1: right. There you have it. What is that? That is... Um, <laughs> that is... H.R. Geiger. (laughs) This is a clip from the Super Ego Podcast. Oh, so he was reading
0: H.R. Geiger, and the other guy was talking to him. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. There you have it. And he farted at some point. He did. He had some gas. And he was eating
1: licorice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I got this other one. Hey, guys, the show has been great as usual, and I can't wait to hear all about the catheter (laughs) reunion on the next show. This is an old one. I am excited that my podcast is up and running properly with the website and the iTunes feed, so I made this promo that's roughly a minute long in order to advertise on any other show that would like to play it in the hopes to gain listeners. Feel free to play the promo on your show if you want. I look forward to more TT and Hilarity, and hope everything is going well with you guys. Thanks again, Tet George B. Uh, from Give Me Cake or <coughs> Give Me Death, let me play that promo right now, John. Here we go. Here it is. Hold it. Let me turn up the sound. God damn it. I'm a start over. Hi, I'm George B. Why should you listen to the Give Me Cake or Give Me Death show? ...because you hate yourself, and you might just listen to this garbage. Join me on a journey through social commentary, silly news segments, strange commercials... ...and my own special blend of ramblings, musings, and deep thoughts. Uh, yeah, it's hot. The critics agree. Get <laughs> sick! <laughs> hey, go fuck yourself, dare George. You're, you're going down.
3: So give it a try. It's not like you're giving me a kidney... Hunch. so check it out on the interwebs at give me cake or give me death net that's give me cake or give me death net the give me cake or give me death show eclectic esoteric and egocentric
1: hey go fuck yourself dear george very nice and there he is yes yes all right one final how about email. this one how about yes. this promo
0: Of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin. On
1: podriot.com. Remember that one? I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's something else. All right, one last email from the email bag after I got 268 emails. Hi, guys. As always, love the show. Okay, if I post a link to my podcast, you're getting overrun with others' self promotion, so I'll stop if you want. You've got a great group page, though I really like your fans. And I really like, not though I like. And that was from Steve. Uh, Did Steve ever post stuff? This is from uh, July. You responded to him and you said, no doubt. But I don't remember Steve posting stuff. Oh. No, it wasn't. He didn't include a promo. He just said, hey, can I post links to my podcast? But I don't remember that on our Facebook page. I don't remember that. So, Steve, feel free. To go ahead and post... Yeah. Stuff. 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 You know, I'm looking for... Um, somebody posted something on Facebook, and it's a, a audio thing, and I can't find it. I wonder if they deleted it. Because um, it was... Here it is. I got it. I haven't heard this yet, but I want to play it. Conservative versus liberal. Now, this is coming from a Romney supporter... And their comment was, perfect. This is perfect. Are you ready to hear this? Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Before I play this, did we get any voicemails, John? N- uh, No. No voicemails? No. We're still struggling with our phone number. Here we go. I'm going to play it. <laughs> Conservatives versus liberals. Here we go. Versus.
6: Hello. I am back to debate politics with you.
2: Fuck my life. Your stupidity with the iPhone 4 has already killed me once. Are you not satisfied with that?
6: Barack Obama is great. Hope and change. Yes, we can. Dear
2: God, okay. Please explain.
6: That's it. That's all I have. I want the hope and the change. His tears cure cancer. The hot air that he breathes actually neutralizes CO2 and fixes global warming. He will give everyone free health care. He will give us all free food. He will pay for my mortgage.
2: Do you not watch the news? He has doubled the national deficit, and he's barely halfway through his first term.
7: I don't care.
2: He wants to socialize health care, so that we end up with some shit like the UK, where people don't have teeth and women over 55 die of breast cancer because of rationing.
7: I don't care.
2: His wife goes on vacation to Spain, spending millions of taxpayer dollars on security, while people here at home don't even have jobs, because the fucking unemployment rate is almost 10%.
7: I don't care.
2: He bailed out GM, which is now Government Motors. The best they could do with all that money is make a piece of shit Chevy Volt that will sit on car lots, because nobody is going to pay $40,000 for a battery-powered car.
7: I don't care. He
2: picks tax cheats and self-avowed communists to fill his cabinet.
7: I don't care.
2: He bows down to the Saudi king and the Japanese emperor, almost fucking licking their feet. He tore the world apologizing for the United States.
7: I don't care.
2: He accepted the Nobel Peace Prize for something that he hasn't even done yet.
7: I don't care.
2: He still blames George Bush for everything from bad weather to his toilet leaking.
7: I don't care.
2: He wants to double your energy bills by implementing a cap-and-trade bill to fulfill his sexual tree-hugging fantasies.
7: I don't care.
2: He made fun of the Special Olympics. He can't fart without a teleprompter telling him to. He gave the Queen of England fucking DVDs that don't even work there because their players are set up with a different region. He thinks that there are 58 fucking states in the Union.
7: I don't care. He
2: said that Iran doesn't pose a serious threat to us, cluelessly arguing that tiny countries with small defense budgets can't do us harm. Iran is now working on nukes to wipe Israel from the map.
6: I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) I want everything. I want free money and food. I don't want to work. I don't want to pay taxes. I want to lay down in the park and try to make shapes from clouds while I smoke pot and eat hot candy. (laughs) I want to drive a car that runs on methane, so that I can recycle my own feces, and save the planet, and stop the carbons and the global warnings.
2: May God have mercy on us all. We are fucked, if liberal morons, like you continue to produce offspring, your father should have pulled out. You are a fucking waste of sperm. I don't care. Fuck my like. I'm going to drink a bottle of Xanax with a handle of vodka, then I'm going to slit my wrists and drink a bottle of Windex, while I smash my fucking face against a brick wall. Maybe if I die, I will go to hell for committing suicide, and not have to deal with this shit.
7: I don't care.
2: I just, fuck it.
1: Fuck it. Nice.
0: Yeah.
1: Where? Where? What's that from? That is, um, so uh, our listener, Lori, posted something on our site (laughs) about the uh, iPhone 4, and then somebody did a parody of that, conservatives versus liberal, and that was uh, um, not on our site. Let me see if I could share it with our site. I'm going to share it with our site. Um, There's actually, uh,
0: speaking of politics and Romney, uh out there there is McCain's oppo apple oppo. opposition uh talking points for the 2008 um uh campaign when he was running against Romney in the primary mm-hmm. and basically it's a list a laundry list of of all this stuff that Romney was for and against and changed his mind. and um, It's crazy. I'll put a link to it on our... Um, Are you going to cover some? Like the top ten? Yeah. Uh, on abortion, Romney says he changed his mind on abortion meeting with Harvard stem cell researcher. Romney claims the doctor said scientists kill embryos after 14 days, but doctor later said Romney mischaracterized my position. Uh, Then Romney, months after his conversion, Romney stated his commitment to upholding Massachusetts' abortion laws and appointing pro-choice judge to the state uh, district court. Let me see if I got dates on this, because I don't want (coughs) to. In October 2005, Romney uh, stated his commitment to upholding the Massachusetts abortion laws. I'm sorry, in October 2005, Romney signed a bill expanding family planning service, including abortion, counseling, and the morning after pill. In December of that same year, Romney abruptly ordered his administration to reverse course and require Catholic hospitals to provide emergency contraception medication to rape victims. Uh, Romney Health Insurance Plan expanded access to abortion, required Planned Parenthood representative On state panel, Romney endorsed legalization of abortion pill RU486 access during his 1994 Senate race and backed uh, federal funding of abortion, saying, I think it's important that people see me not as a pro-life candidate. That's weird. On gay rights, Romney endorsed uh, Representative Barney Frank's Employment Non-Discrimination Act of 1994 uh in 94 romney called don't ask don't tell policy first step towards having gays and lesbians able to serve openly and honestly in our nation's military you know if i read this without romney's name in it you would think this guy was a liberal running for office in 2003 the washington times reported romney would support a vermont style civil union law in massachusetts as governor Romney said health coverage benefits and hospital visitation rights should be provided to gay couples. Romney promised the gay, uh, to make gay partnership benefits a hallmark of my leadership as governor and has said he would attend gay weddings if invited. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that's, that was nice. that's yeah. nice of him
0: and his magic underwear. In 2007, Romney praised gay parent who confronted him over a gay marriage issue, but in 2005, remarked to South Carolina audience that some gay couples are actually having children and called it wrong. He's all over the place.
1: Well, that's the thing. Um, Like, even in uh, his debate, so he had this debate with Obama and, uh, did you see any of the debate?
0: Just a little bit of it. I, I couldn't watch it. Obama looks so bad.
1: Yeah. I saw the last 30 minutes and it was, uh, what the fuck was up with Obama? I mean, he looked like a douche. Yeah. Uh, and he got into way too many details. Yeah. And then Romney was bullying
0: the shit out of Jim Lear, uh, not following the whatever, you know.
1: Well, and, and the, the, what What people are talking following about is the format um, style over substance or or his Romney's presentation of himself, which we haven't seen yet, so I mean it was we haven't seen that kind of confidence from him in this whole thing, not in the Republican uh, debates, not on the campaign trail. I mean the guy's like a douche, and then he shows up and he's very confident. And he's very well-spoken. And he makes Obama look like a, a fucking idiot. Um, so the style points go to Romney. But then on the substance, um, I mean, the guy was uh, flip-flopping on positions that well, he had a week prior. Right.
0: And and he keeps touting his government, his uh, governor, gubernatorial experience. And... and um you know, on economic issues, the, now this is uh, this is from the entire uh, John McCain fact finding team, and they found that state spending increased at well over the rate of inflation under Romney's watch in Massachusetts, as estimated at twenty four percent more than uh, five billion over Romney's final three years under Romney, Massachusetts dr- dramatically underperformed the rest of the nation in terms of job growth romney has been criticized by experts for failing to deliver on issues of business development and economic growth after selling himself as ceo A 2006 report issued by quasi public massachusetts technology collaborative warned the state was losing its grip as leader in the innovation economy And that tech jobs were uh, alarmingly slow. He left his successor to fill a budget deficit of a billion dollars. He raised state fees and taxes more than 700 million a year, uh, raised fees by roughly 500 million in his first year alone, a figure that was highest in the nation. Romney quadrupled gun licensing fees, so therefore, he's anti gun. Until he joined the NRA just before running for office. Uh, raised fees on first responders, real estate transactions, the blind, golfers, and many others. Uh, Massachusetts state and local tax burden rose more than 7% during Romney's administration. And then he lied throughout the whole fucking debate.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, He's saying that, oh, I can... uh, Pre-existing conditions? Yeah, my plan is going to cover that. And that's not true. Um, And they were one after the other. And some people said that that's what threw Obama off, as he's prepared for the Romney of a week ago. Yeah. And he gets this... Completely different Romney. Not the guy that's going to deliver everybody a fucking pony. (laughs) Yeah, but if you're fucking Obama, then you call him on that shit. You say, well, last week, wasn't this your position? And there's a video out there of a... Well, here's the problem. Uh, The debate sparring
0: partner for Obama was Kerry. John Kerry? John Kerry. It should have been Clinton, because Clinton would have totally... No, he's not going to say this. This is how you got to go about it. And had uh, Clinton play uh, uh, Romney instead of
1: John Kerry. <laughs> well, yeah. If, if I'm Obama, I just question the position. You know, it, he makes a statement, then just say, "Well, you know, a week ago you said this. Which one is it?" Um, there's a video out there of a, a reporter that calls Romney. Romney's talking in some grocery store and he's saying I do not have lobbyists running my campaign. That's uh, and I want to get yeah. rid of lo-. and this guy's like, "Well, hold it. Wait a minute. You got this guy uh, working for you." Yes, but he's not running my campaign. <laughs> See, <laughs> see, see, he gets in this argument.
0: Di- see, I, my hands go this way right. when I say that, not he's that
1: not way. He's not running my campaign, yeah. but he's a part of it. And yeah, he's in on all the meetings, but he's not running it, okay? <laughs> and so then, the, he let me get back to what I want to say. So he says his thing, and then this reporter's just like wrapping up, he's cleaning his shit up. And Romney and this other guy come over, and, and they start this next... Uh, um, go around with this reporter and uh, Romney eventually gets upset and leaves because the guy's like I, you said that you don't have lobbyists but you have a lobbyist on your team he's not running he's not running it you're not getting that and the, the reporter's like well you're not being genuine and so then Romney gets pissed off and he leaves and then this other guy comes and says uh, that is no way to you're not polite that is rude <laughs> And that is no way – you can't be challenging yeah. the uh, – you shouldn't be challenging him. Yeah, that's – a reporter's not supposed to ch- – they're yeah, just supposed to let him say whatever to, the fuck yeah, exactly. they want. Um. So all – and I – my question is, if Romney – Romney – if Obama challenges Romney on, on some of these points where it's just a flat-out fucking lie, will Romney get his panties in a bunch and be disgusted like he yeah. was with this reporter – or was he disgusted because this is a fucking peon reporter? Fuck you! You can't tell me. Yeah. But does he have any respect for the president, no, the current president of respect the United States? For anybody? So will he get his panties in a bunch? In, he's entitled. He if he's
0: he was called handed on. everything. Here's Romney debating himself.
2: I, I will not reduce the taxes paid by high-income Americans. There, there were so many misrepresentations that there, it's going to take me a little while. Number one, I, I said today that we're going to cut taxes on everyone across the country by 20%, including the top 1%. And the key to great schools, great teachers. So I reject the idea that I don't believe in great teachers or more teachers.
3: He says we need more firemen, more policemen,
2: more teachers... Did he not get the message of Wisconsin? The American people did.
5: It's time for us to cut back on government.
2: Actually, it's, it's, it's a, a lengthy descrip- description, but number one, pre-existing conditions are covered under my plan. I
5: well, suppose they were never insured well, if before.
2: They, well, if, they, if they're 45 years old and they show up and they say, I want insurance because I've got a heart disease, it's like, hey, guys, we, we, we can't play the game like that. You've got to get insurance when you're well. and so it, And then if you get ill, then you're going to be covered.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and these clips are from like what, 2 weeks apart. Yeah. So that's the the thing that what I don't understand. It, it that's why I wanted to ask Tony. Uh not the попуg, but the other TP. Wh- who are you voting for? Yeah. I have no fucking idea who this guy is. What when he does become president, what which <laughs> which option is he going to shoes yeah for these things i have no idea he can't even get his own fucking um shit straight how could you not do that so it, it's the question i have is it deliberate is it deliberate or is he just dumb He's dumb i think it's deliberate I think it's a it's this grand experiment. You
0: ought to be honest with the American people and try to win as the real Mitt Romney. Meet the real Mitt Romney. Who is the real Romney?
1: No one really knows who the real Mitt well, Romney is. He's an enigma and he's a dad and a family man. <laughs> I love... I wh- Never mind. Never mind. Come on. What were you going to say? No,
0: I, I love this fucking internet or whatever <laughs> where it can't keep pace with the... Uh, With the video? With the video. Yeah.
1: Who is the real Romney? Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States. Uh, Can I have your attention, please?
0: Can I have your attention, please? Have you heard this
1: tune? I have. Have you? I think somebody posted it on our page. Oh, maybe, yeah. Mitt Romney, please stand up. Yeah, who is the real Mitt Romney? I I mean, it's a legitimate question. Mitt Romney, please uh, stand up. Other than a fucking lunatic Mormon. That's all I know for (laughs) sure. With
0: magic underwear!
1: (laughs) Magic underwear, John. Magic underwear. Yeah. Oh, and the blacks couldn't get into heaven until 1978. Let's not forget that. That's right. Well, that's the other thing. Uh, So, you got the mythology of Jesus, right? Which is total BS. And then you layer it on with the mythology that Joseph Smith created, a con man who made up bullshit about Jesus coming over and leaving golden plates that only he could decipher. And he believes it. Oh, the one thing in the debate, I tweeted about this, John. He made some fucking comment, like, we are all children uh, in a nation under one God. Some bullshit like that. That really frosted my hide. And I tweeted, which God is he referring to? The one that lives on planet Kalab? What's Kalab? Well, even in the Mormon community, there's debate, John. Oh. Whether it's a star or a planet. But this is where God lives. I don't know if you know that. But if you're Mormon, you would know that. That's where God lives, on Kalab. Did you hear about uh, Representative Paul Brown? I did. Is he the one who said slaves uh, had a great thing being slaves? <laughs> no, well, I don't know if he said that, but
0: he's the one that came out and said that um, evolution is uh, is a bunch of bullshit, basically, and that um, uh, it was born in, in hell or something.
1: It's a it's a myth, of course. And he would know because he's been a scientist for the last. Thirty years, right? Yeah, he's like he's a doctor, and he's he's part of the. Uh, he's a doctor of what? Uh, he's an MD. A medical doctor. Yeah. He's a medical doctor.
0: And he's also had a uh, member of the science committee.
1: <laughs> oh, I did hear about this guy. Yeah, the head of the science committee. Come on, the head of the science committee who doesn't. Um, isn't smart enough to realize that evolution is a fact. Yeah, he said evolution
0: is a lie from the pit of hell and that uh, the earth is only like 9,000 years old. Oh,
1: it's nine? It's not six? No. So what is this evidence that it's 3,000 years older than these other whack
0: jobs? There's audio of it, but I'm not going to play it. He says God's word is true. I've come to understand that. All that stuff I was taught about evolution, embryology, Big Bang Theory, all the... All that oh wait! Is,
1: wait a minute. Big
0: Bang Theory is not part of evolution. Uh, all that is lies straight from the pit of hell. It's lies to try to keep me and all the folks who are taught that from being under that from understanding that they need a savior. There's a lot of scientific data that I found out as a scientist that actually show that this is really a young Earth. I believe that the earth is about 9,000 years old. He believes. Yeah. He doesn't know it. He believes it. I believe that it was created in six days as we know them. That's what the Bible says. Yeah, because God needed to rest. And what I've come to learn is that it's the manufacturer's handbook, is what I call it. It teaches us how to run our lives individually, how to run our families, how to run our churches but it teaches us how to run all our public policy and everything in society. And that's the reason, as your congressman, I hold the Holy Bible as being the major directions to me of how I vote in Washington, D.C., and I'll continue to do that! Where is he from?
1: Is he up for re-election? Oh, I'm sure at some point. He needs to be fucking voted out of office. What state is he from? Uh... Georgia, Georgia looks like yeah. There's a lot going on in Georgia, John. I don't know why Lincoln. There's just... a there's a
0: petition out there uh, to remove re- Representative Paul Brown from the uh, Science. He should be removed from office. It says here. Uh, I guess I guess we can sign this pe- petition. Anyone can. Representative Paul Brown publicly and vocally has stated that he does not agree with the most basic tenets of scientific process and critical thought. He is incompetent scientifically and damages the committee and its purpose with his presence. We, the undersigned, respectfully request Representative Brown's removal from the committee immediately. Yeah, he's
1: a member of the House Science Committee. You said he was the head of the House Science Committee. Is he a member I or misstated. the... He's a member. Oh, he's just a member? How many people are there? If there's like 50 people, Four. then... One. <laughs> <laughs> then it's all right. Yeah, I mean, nobody listens to him, but if there's like two yeah. or three, that's a real problem. What a fuckwad. Well, get this, John. This other guy in Arkansas, Republican from Arkansas, he said slavery was a blessing for black people. How about that? What's this fucking guy's name? <laughs> <laughs> he wrote a book, and he put this in a book. <laughs> Idiot. The institution of slavery that the, black pe- that the black race has long believed to be an abomination upon its people may actually have been a blessing in disguise. The blacks who could endure those conditions and circumstances would someday be rewarded with citizenship in the greatest nation ever established upon the face of the earth. That's from page 183, John. Nice. Who the There's fuck 40. is this guy's name?
0: There's 40. 23 Republicans and 17 Democrats.
1: Part of the Science, 40. Space, yeah, and so Technology Committee. Him, so I'm not too worried about it. But he should not be on that board. Uh, John Hubbard is his name. He's a Republican from Jonesboro, Arkansas. Um... What else does he say? He says, Wouldn't life for blacks in America today be more enjoyable and successful if they would only learn to appreciate the value of a good education? That's from page 184. One of the stated purposes of the school integration was to bring black students up to the level close to that of the white students. But to the great disappointment of everyone... The results of the Siri worked exactly in reverse of its intended purpose. The Siri? (laughs) Instead, the black students, rising to the educational levels previously attained by white students, the white students dropped to the level of the black students. To make matters worse, the lack of discipline and ambition of black students soon became shared by their white classmates. And our educational, educational system has been in a steady decline ever since. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Uh, Wow is right. Will it ever become possible for black people in the United States of America to firmly establish themselves as inclusive and contributing members of society within this country? That's from page 187. We have a black president, John. Yeah. What a dick. Dick. American Christians are assuming a similar stance as they did the citizens of Germany during Hitler's rise to power. That's from page 158. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. Well, pick that book up, John. Ron Hubbard, Republican from Arkansas. All right. So, any other debate? Uh, Obama uh, Romney debate uh, observations. No, but we got the uh, Paul Ryan and. Uh... That's tomorrow night, right? Yeah. Yeah, my aunt made Joe a comment Biden. about that too. Um, hold on. Before we get to Phil, movies. John, did you see any movies? No. Okay, I saw I Team America. You said that. Uh, when did I say that? Oh, Friday. Yeah, Friday. I didn't say (laughs) that. I'll bring some audio in next week, but I I enjoyed Team America better than I thought I would. It's from the guys from South Park, and it's a marionette uh, movie with marionettes. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see The Vow, John, because I was taking a nap, but it was on in the background, so I listened to The Vow, and just the audio of The Vow... I want to see The Vow, so I'm going to do that, John. I'm going to see The Vow, and I'm going to report back on that. I did see Bellflower. That's the movie that uh, uh, we talked about. Uh, We got turned on to that by Aisha Tyler. And uh, I cannot recommend this movie. The cinematography of this movie, uh, what they did visually, is I really, really, really liked it. The guy built his own camera. He put this camera together with a Russian lens, and this and that and the other thing. The cinematized the can, that was really cool. What's it called? Bellflower. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Did you see it? Yeah. Ah, oh, it's just fucking horrible. I didn't like it at no, all. No, I didn't. Like I it didn't. Even. It reminded me of uh, Cloverfield. You know the yeah. opening of Cloverfield. Yeah. You don't like anybody in the movie. It worked for Cloverfield because they all got killed. Yeah. Uh, and this one, they they all kind of get fucked up in one way or the other. But there's nothing likable about any of these characters. No. Nothing. Except so, the fuck scene. The fuck scene. Oh, I didn't like that. Which fuck scene? Were there more than one? I only think of one right now. It was at the end? Yeah, where he walks in on her. When, when she tattooed the beard and mustache on him? That one? Before that. Before that?
0: Yeah, he walks in on her. He, he goes, where'd you get this? He picks up a music box or like a jewelry box. I don't know. My mom gave it to me or something. Well, how'd it get here? I don't know. And he's like kind of suspicious. Like, what the fuck? You know, shit's appearing at my apartment. But she didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the implication. Mm-hmm. And he goes out and him and his friend are kind of at odds for some reason. He goes, I'm going, he, they're talking to each other, and he's all pissed off, and he gets up and he goes to walk back into the his, apart, his apartment or town, whatever they're called, and uh, here's all this moaning going on, and he opens the door, and it's the uh, the chick's roommate banging her. His girlfriend. He's banging his girlfriend, right. So he flips out, and, um, and then he starts... Uh, Gets on his motorcycle and takes off, and he gets fucking hit by a car and almost dies. And then this whole time he's all fucked up and he's hallucinating. And then there's a lengthy scene of her getting banged uh, big time by the uh, by the uh, roommate, and that's going through his head. And that's when he starts thinking of horrible shit to do. And um, but it, it didn't the way you told me it was like it was gonna be this really crazy ass movie and it turned out to be shit just like we could've Stupid. seen that in 20 minutes 20 yeah. minutes that movie could've been
1: I hear that John well all the reviews I read they talked about post-apocalyptic so I'm thinking like the world was gonna There's end at some point on that and that doesn't happen the post-apocalyptic refers to this little community that they had like um Disassembling, Disassembling? Yeah. You know what that means, John. D-
0: Disassembling to
1: not tell the truth. Disassemble. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was like, what, what is this? Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't like anybody and, in and, it.
0: And it, the the, you know, the poster throws you off. They got this kind of like really cool, um, car in the movie poster. It's uh, Medusa. It looks like uh. Mad Max car And yeah. then there's a big Mushroom cloud In the background and you're like Yeah,
1: yeah! Right you're And thinking, then you watch
0: it, It's like w- When does that come
1: in That when never I, happens, happens. <laughs> It never fucking happens and Yeah I, I
0: finish watching it And I, I tend to watch These movies on my iPad I come downstairs My wife Where, where have you been I said what, Wasting my fucking time Watching this dumb movie Waiting for something Cool to happen And nothing does Yeah. Except there's a really cool death scene at the end where the chick blows her brains out. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty good. (laughs)
1: Done. All right, John, quick science news. We're going to get through science really quickly. Really, really quickly, John. Really quickly. All right, first science story men with shaved heads appear more dominant. How about that, study finds? A That's new study great. suggests that balding men should just go ahead and let and and what? Um, I don't even know what that means. Alfred Maine's, a researcher at the University of Pennsylvania, published his findings. A proud bald man himself, Maine's found that his 60 participants, when shown pictures of different haired, haired blessed and hair challenged men, repeatedly conceived of the men with. Q-Tops is ranking higher for masculinity, strength, dominance, and leadership potential. Yeah. You read that right, John. <laughs> I read it? The shaved look is more attractive yeah. than the visually balding look. So men suffering natural hair loss may enhance both their dominance and attractiveness by shaving. It didn't take me long to figure no. that out, John. Right on. No. No. It didn't, cause you didn't have any hair anyway. <laughs> yeah, I do, man. I do.
0: I choose I wa- to I shave wanna it. I want to
1: see it growing out, man, just <laughs> once. Next size story. You let, let it get to an inch. Penis size does matter to some women. How about that, huh? Contrary to the reassuring catchphrase, size doesn't matter. It does, but only for some women and for certain types of orgasms. A new study finds that women who have frequent vaginal orgasms are more likely than other women to say they climax more easily with men with larger junk. Women who tend to prefer penile vaginal intercourse over other types of sex also say the same. Male anxiety about penis size may not reflect internationalized cultural arbitrary masculine stereotypes but an accurate appreciation of size matters in many women just as men feel legitimate anxiety when they enter the mating market about their intelligence personal traits, sense of humor, social status, height, wealth, and other traits known to be favored by women across cultures so size does matter yeah. uh, if the women are uh, get their primary stimulation by a vaginal intercourse how about that? What would be the, the opposing way to get orgasm from a woman, John? Do you know? Clitoral. There you go. There you have it. Last science Clitoral. story. Milky Way. Uh, the Milky Way, John. The Milky Clitoral Way. <laughs> you know there's a black hole at the middle of our Milky Way. Did you know that? Yeah, just below the clitoris. They just <laughs> They just found a star zooming around that black hole. Uh, they found a star so close to the massive black hole at the center of our Milky Way galaxy that its orbit around the gravitational Goliath is only 11 and a half years. That's really fast, John. Whoa. Really fast. With most stars trapped near the black hole taking 60 years or more to circle it, the stellar speed racer is so close that if Einstein was correct about the whole relativity thing... The time and space in which the star exists must be seriously warped. Wow. And now scientists have a way to find out. A comparative speed analysis between the orbit of this newly discovered star and the un- and another star known to make a quick 16-year loop reve- should reveal the true geometry of space-time this close to a black hole. So, more evidence is on the way, John. I'm the confident way. Coming. that this evidence will n- do nothing but support uh einstein's yeah relativity. theory of special relativity how about that john it's out of sight um 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 oh uh, just some quick celebrity myla kunis sexiest woman alive 2012 do you know who she replaces john no rihanna why they made rihanna a sexiest I woman is know. beyond me because uh,
0: Mila Kunis all the
1: way. Do you know that she's back with Chris Brown? That Rihanna? <laughs> Whatever. And then Chris Brown like, came I out. care. And he said, yeah, I don't know if a uh, man should be with just one woman. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, it could be like with two. Because I'm with two right now. Oh, and one of them is Rihanna. Hand one hand of, no. of them is Rihanna. That's how dumb she is. Dumb. Uh, then Mariah Carey and Nikki. Uh, well, how do you pronounce her last name here? Manej? Nicki Minaj? Yeah. They got into a fight on American Idol. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm laughing, then, I'm laughing at the sack. I just saw
1: it, And then other <laughs> celebrity dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn Beck. Do you know he's a fan of Muse, John? He's a fan of Muse. 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 <laughs>
0: Muse.
1: <laughs> so anyway, the guy watch from... This, watch a sack. Boop. Boop. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> the, uh, the lead singer from Muse, Muse, Matt Bellamy, he says that the conspiracy theorists have followed, uh, uh, they're all about this new song called Uprising that they wrote. So these conspiracy theorists and all these Republicans want to use Uprising, and he's like, no, you can't use it. No, no, no. And Glenn Beck wants to use it, so he wrote a letter to this guy. And I, I hear some excerpts, John. As uncomfortable it might be for you, I will still play your songs loudly. To me, your songs are anthems that beg for choruses of unity and pose the fundamental question facing the world today, can man rule himself? In a Venn diagram of American politics where the cities and, I'm sorry, the circles and crimson of blue overlap, there's a place where you and I meet. It's a place where guys who cling to their religion, rights, and guns connect with godless Clinching fist-tattooed guys. Wow. Throughout history, leaders have used muse... music <laughs> to muse, lull young people music. into a sense of security and eu- euphoria! Euphoria! <laughs> They've used artists to create the illusion that they can run a country that keeps it all good and wipes out all the bad. Think Zurich, 1916. Think artists getting behind guys like Lenin and Trotsky. Think of pop culture's role in the Arab Spring. The youth rises up. Power structures crumble. The worst leaders are inserted. And there you have it. Muse. And then there's, there's the full letter there. Let me, uh, I'm going to go ahead and post this to our Facebook page, John. What's case, the name uh, of the song? Uprising. Uprising, John. Up- uprising. Rising. All right, now, just a reminder, Phil has some stories that he's uh, delivered uh, some audio to you. He um, yes. Yeah, so I'm sure it'll be very challenging for you to get those things together. Yes, let me get really? the door. Yes. Do I have anything else? This is a song Uprising,
0: Scott. I like this song. This is what Glenn Beck jerks off to. Fuck Glenn Beck. He doesn't understand what the song means. It's uprising against assholes like him. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Let there me get There you door. have it. Can you please? Yeah, hold on. Because I know you want to get out of here early.
1: Yeah. I'm going to get up. I well, know you got to run, man. You got shit to do tomorrow. Get hey, man, come on. Ring ringing the bell. Let's go. Hustle up. Go run. Come on, man. All right, I'm back. I, it's
0: amazes me time. with your, the carpeting <laughs> I have down here. <laughs> the noise you guys make with your
1: heels. Yes. Heels. Are you wearing high heels? No, John, I, I have uh, uh, loaf, wingtip loafers. Loaf, loafers. Yes. Loafers. Let me see if T.P. ever called me back. All right, I didn't. He
0: didn't. He isn't there. You ready, Phil? Now, with Core Shot, I'm always ready. TPN News, Phil McCracken Whitcomb.
1: They're frustrating. A Michigan State University professor strips taken in class. Police arrive to escort him to the hospital. That's right, John. A math professor, or should I say, a maths professor at the University of Michigan. I'm sorry, Michigan State University, at allegedly stripped naked and ran naked through his classroom and screamed, there is no fucking God, before police apprehended him. The professor's name has not yet been released, but online students said he was eccentric and that he could probably have seen this coming. A Redditor shared a grainy cell phone picture of the man in the hallway at the university as authorities restrained him. Another user, Cookie King, shared more Cookie, details. Cookie King. I was in Calc 1 at Michigan State University, and my teacher was always pretty eccentric, but today he went overboard. Halfway through class, he started screaming at us, swearing left and right. He then started slamming his hands on the window and pressing his face against it, still screaming. Eventually, he walked out and down the hallway to the end. All while screaming, he then came back into the classroom and took off his clothes, except for his socks. You know someone's crazy when they leave their socks on. At this point, <laughs> everyone in class ran out. We were literally scared for our lives. The police... Police took about 15 minutes to get here, and during this time, he continued walking around screaming. According to Michigan State Police, a 911 call was received at the dispatcher at one oh seven p.m. local time, reporting a man shouting in the hallway and being naked. No one was injured, and the professor is not being charged for a crime. MSU's Counseling Center has reached out to students who may have witnessed the incident to offer any support they need. He was screaming profanities. And things that really couldn't understand. And something about religion. David Grabowski, an MSU senior, told MLI, is, is that how they talk in Michigan? He was packed up and down the hallway. <laughs> While some people may be laughing about the incident, students have already expressed anger. at Hover, how long it took police to arrive. Next story, John. Oh, I brought some audio in for this story, John. He did? Yes. Uh-uh. Hold on. Oh my news copies mixed up. Uh, The not this story, but the next story. Oh, I have some audio. It's about uh, it's the one. It's about uh, a woman having sex while driving and getting into an accident. Oh, but before we get to that story, John, new font. There's a new font, John, designed for people with (laughs) dyslexia. It is now available for use on Modile by Vices. Next story, John. Modile by Vices. Okay. Alcohol and driving are yeah. known to be a deadly mix, but a man in the U.S. has now added sex as another deadly driving combo. I brought some audio in, John. Mark Anders. Chaylen was apparently having sex with his girlfriend while driving and slammed into another vehicle, killing both his girlfriend and the driver on the other vehicle. In a plea deal last week, he admitted two charges of criminal killer, homicide (laughs) due to negligence in the U.S. state of Minnesota. Thank you for the audio, John. Next story. All right. This headline is in the form of a question, John. You are a funeral director. An 800-pound body won't fit into the crematorium. Nobody's looking. What do you do? That's right, John. Ellenberg's funeral service on Highway 81 in Longville closed down almost as quickly as it opened. It is now being reported that the owner, William B. Ellinger III, has had his license suspended following a series of bizarre incidents. According to CBS Atlanta, Ellenberg, who is also the owner of the crematory, has had his license suspended after it was reported that he dismembered. An 800-pound body in the Connors location in order to fit it into the crematory. (laughs) Connors police investigated and reported it is not a crime to do so. Permission needs to be sought from the family first, though. And it is reported that Ellenberg did not do so. Who cares? The guy's dead. Ellenberg's license was suspended on September 20th, but he can appeal the ruling. Next story, John. Oh, my God. Edward Archibald John, a roach eating contest winner, dies after eating dozens of insects at a Ben Segal reptile store. That's right, John. A South Florida man collapsed and died Friday night after winning a snake in a roach eating contest. Thirty oh. two year old oh. Eduardo Archibald <laughs> had signed up to eat a variety of insects and worms at the Ben Siegel reptile store in your Beach, where staff promised a female ivory bull python. That? To the Eat Bugs for Balls winner. <laughs> but after taking the contest by eating dozens of worms and roaches, Arnold fell ill and threw up before collapsing in front of the store. He was later pronounced dead. None of the other contestants became sick, according to the investigators, and autopsy reports to determine Archer Balls' cause of death are pending. None of us in that competition thought this would happen, wrote Robert Farthing on the store's Facebook page, admiring Archibald for sporting a headband for the contest. Like a true athlete. Ben Siegel, Reptile Store Attorney, Luke Larratt, said the bugs in the contest were taken from an inventory of insects that are safely and domestically raised in a controlled environment as food for reptiles. In a statement posted over the weekend, store staff said, although we just met Eddie the night of the sale, we all liked him right away. Staff said the prize python belongs to now belongs to Arthobald's Archibald's estate. He's reported to have eaten over 30 roaches, 60 worms, and something else. <clears throat> Next story, John. Next story, John. Next story, John. Jenny McCarthy, John, is in the news. She says that during her Playboy days, she once took a lot of pills and started making out with other playmates. And related news, Jenny McCarthy has a new book just coming out. Next story, John.
0: <laughs> well, wasn't there something in the news about her uh, making 20 bucks at a truck stop? I wasn't familiar with that story, John. I think so. You don't have that? I do not have that copy in front of me. I'll have to get on my crack news team.
1: Well, you don't have it?
0: I do not have well, it. Can you look it up?
1: I am in the middle of news, John. I do not bring my uh, interwebs with me. I.
0: Newspaper. Oh. You can call the old fashioned. It's no big deal. She ate a truck stop hot dog for $20. There you go. Slowly,
1: apparently. Next story is of. Oh, I played it already. A Warrington Rugby League star, Paul Wood. Paul Wood ruptures testicle during Super League Grand Final. I brought some audio in, John. The Warrington prop forward caught a knee in the groin during the second half of his team's defeat with Leeds. The blow ruptured a testicle, but rather than come off for treatment, the father of two stayed on the pitch. The long-serving Wood, who celebrates his 31st birthday on Wednesday... Made no mention of the injury during the post-match interviews. But he underwent surgery in hospital overnight and who had to have the testicle removed. He was a good spirits Today, though, tweeting, ruptured by right testicle. Got a knee one minute into the second half. Had to have it removed. This afternoon, he added, just coming out of the hospital to go home. Seriously, feel like I've left something.
0: Next story, Todd. I got hit in the nuts with a... Waterlogged league ball once. I'm sure that had to hurt. Yeah.
1: I'm tired of hearing about your nuts. <laughs> A woman already in the news for her role in a bestiality case now arrested on a DUI. This is out of Phoenix, John. A Valley woman who has spent the majority of the year in the news is once again making headlines. According to the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office, Sarah Walker was arrested on Friday for allegedly driving drunk. Ms. Walker claims DUI charges should be removed because she wasn't driving, but her husband was behind the wheel. She claims her arrest stems from inaccurate records that show she was unpaid fines from a previous arrest. It's not the first time Walker has had a run-in with the law. Back in February, Walker, her husband, and another man were arrested for using Craigslist to try to find a dog to use in a sex act. In May, Walker contacted 3TV to say that she had been the victim of sexual assault. Walker said the man, who had been described as a sexual predator by authorities, contacted her through her pornography website. Walker claimed she was able to escape, and the man, by telling him, that the ankle monitor she was wearing from her bestiality case was about to go off. And Jude Walker, her husband, pleaded guilty to conspiracy <laughs> to commit bestiality. <laughs> next story. Next and last story, John. Next and last story. A 12-year-old schoolgirl has been accepted into Mensa after discovering she is brainier than both Admiral Einstein... And Stephen Hawking. Olivia Manning from Liverpool managed to get a whopping score on the IQ test of 162 well above the 100 average. Her score is not only two points better than genius German physicist Einstein and Professor Stephen Hawking, but puts her in the top 1% of intelligent people in the world. Olivia Manning, 12, (laughs) from Liverpool, has been accepted into MENSA after scoring 162. She has now been given the honor of being welcomed into MENSA, meaning she will join the network of brains from across the globe. As a certified genius, Olivia is now getting celebrity status in her school. The North Liverpool Academy in Everton. Let me be the first to welcome her to Mensa, an organization, John, that I've been a member with since I was 14 and scored 158 it's on menstrual. my IQ test. And that's the news. <laughs> i the Phil at Wickham with total talk that is. And I gotta run. All right, then. I gotta catch the end of this game. Jets, go Jets! Later, Tito.
0: Wow. All right, so in and out. He's in. Bam, He's out. in out, ba bam. You know what
1: that means, John? What's that? 264 comes you to a close. when this music comes on, or yes. do you want to say before the music? <laughs> you don't say till the music comes on. Right. You know that? Well, I'm I'm psychic. Yeah. I don't know if you know That's that. Right. That's right. I, I
0: didn't know that. I did not know, I I did
1: not know that. I am psychic. I did not know
0: 264 that,
1: 264 comes to a close. 265 That's may right. be delayed by a week. We're going to try right. to fit something into Stick our schedule. Stick it in. Because John's got get some s- shit going down next week. Stick it in. Stick it in. Stick it in. Oh, I did yell... Uh, I dropped them off. I did yell, Stop it!
0: Yeah, <laughs> Stop it!
1: That's my new... Uh, <laughs> stop it! <laughs> when I yell at the kids. Oh, we drive five hours home. The last ten minutes, they start going after each other yeah. in the backseat. So I was like, Stop it! Yeah, stop it! Stop it! <laughs> what
0: the hell did I do wrong? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did I do wrong? <laughs> you gotta say it that way. Yeah, yeah. I gotta do it like so that. This goes over well with the kids. All right, it. that's it for this week. I'm John, good night, and I'm Scott. This is Total Talk Nonsense. Say good night, Scott. Good night, Scott. Listening to John and Scott A Total Talk Nonsense.